Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60, Museum. So I just finished writing the ceremony script for my youngest brother's wedding, right? I'm an officiant on the side, um, and I'm just so excited. And it's so funny because the wedding is taking place on the water in Annapolis at a museum. And so I had been kind of playing around with just the idea of a museum and what it means. It's a wedding venue and stuff, blah, 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 for my remarks for his wedding. But it reminded me that this is not the first time that this whole museum metaphor has come up with my brides. And that's why I was like, let me do a quick little episode all about the museum metaphor. And I want you to think of museum in terms of like your post-wedding. Like, what do we do with all the feelings that come after the wedding, right? That's where this whole idea first came from, was I had like a bunch of brides back-to-back book sessions with me after their weddings. And I knew that the sort of bridal blues that comes after the wedding like could be a thing, but I just had this like whole flurry of brides right in a row. And I think it was because so many of them had been COVID brides and they had been planning for years and replanning and unplanning and just changing the whole thing. And then finally the day comes and the day goes and it's just, it was just a big sort of cliff that they fell off. And what I noticed happening was a ton of manhandling of the wedding, like emotionally just strangling the wedding and themselves, obviously, and just tons of overanalyzing, right? And sort of generating all of this regret and doing the whole shoulda, coulda, woulda, and just doubting themselves, just being mean to themselves and just cultivating a whole like disappointment and just total overwhelm and hangover and just bummed out and freaked out. But the biggest part that, you know, because there's always going to be sort of a low after a big high of your wedding, but the part that was really coming through in a different way, in a way that I hadn't quite expected and seen as a trend was just the like grip on it, right? Like the wedding day might be over and people are like on with their life, but I, as the bride, I'm not, I cannot let it go. Like I'm not ready to let it go. And it was almost as if all of that planning energy didn't have an outlet. So it was just like, you were so used to just opening up the computer and like figuring out budget and analyzing, you know, detail trends and making decisions and researching and talking to people and just working that wedding for so long that like your brain had made that groove and you hadn't switched gears, right? You hadn't 
really let go of the habit and the pattern of how to spend that energy, how to like occupy your brain in a different way. So you were still sort of working on the wedding, even though the wedding's over, right? There's can be so many reasons maybe that you're not ready to let it go. Maybe some people because they love it and some people because they're so angry that they didn't like the way it went. And some people, it's just like, it's a habit of like, this has been my kind of hobby, my side hustle for the past year or two. So like, it's just like a bad habit that I just need to get out of thinking about the wedding, working on the wedding. And so when I was talking to one of them, the idea of like, we got to get your hands off this wedding. It's over. And the way that I had her think about it was like, we're going to put your wedding in a museum, right? And what that really means is like, you're putting it away. We're putting it behind glass, right? Like this idea of things in a museum are treated like so carefully and with respect and reverence and importance. And that's the thing. No matter what happened on the wedding day, it is important in a sense that like it marked a big change in your identity, in your relationship status, in your sort of life span. The wedding day is always just like one of those dots in the line. And so no matter what, good, bad, or indifferent, the wedding day goes in the museum. And that is going to keep your hands off it, right? We're not going to manhandle it. We're not going to rework it and relive it. We're going to take what actually it was, like an actual fossil or an actual artifact from history, put it behind glass. Okay, that good. That gives us a little separation and it honors whatever it was, right? Museums don't get to decide. It's the history as it was. So you're going to put it there and then you're going to do the very important step of walking away emotionally and actually, right? Start cleaning up your feed, start migrating away from all of those wedding accounts that you followed, all of those Pinterest boards, right? Start to like close them out, delete, like whatever you want to do to sort of like get your digital world to reflect a new chapter. Clean things up in your house if you still have like things laying around your house that make you still feel in like the wedding world. Start to like pack things away and really just walk away. Just intentionally think about a new hobby that you want to pick up or just a new focus. Maybe you want to start focusing on your house more or like really dive back into work in a different way or working out or going on fun double dates with people and like just stuff you haven't maybe been able to do because of wedding planning. And so in the walking away, you're giving space and grace to the event, right? We don't want to mess with it when it's too close. We're not figuring out the narrative of our wedding 48 hours later. It's too close. It's right here. You, you cannot see something that's too close. We need perspective which is why the walking away is everything. So once we walk it away, give a little space, you're gonna be giving yourself grace. You are not allowed to punish yourself and regret things. Like it's just, it's a choice to regret something. You can write the story lots of different ways. So right now we're not gonna write the story. We're just gonna let it be what it was and turn in a bit of a different direction with your time and your energy. And then, like anything in a museum, you can revisit it. And when you revisit it, you're going to notice that you've changed, that it has changed, 
because your relationship to your wedding will have changed. The time will soften all of the edges and it will also like give you a bigger context, right? And a bigger picture. It's amazing how it happens. It's, it's really kind of cool. And that's why I think the museum metaphor just is so useful to me because again, we're respecting and putting away, putting behind glass what actually happened. But every time you revisit it in the future, it's going to feel different because you're going to be different. And the way you see that day is going to be different and what it means to you. And just like any memory, like the good stuff will start to rise to the top. The, like the annoying things that really bugged you, like that really just got like, oh, that one vendor who screwed up or the one thing you forgot at home and you know, weren't able to have with you that you imagined or just whatever went wrong. It's really going to be sharp those first few days, but like weeks, months, years later, it all kind of shifts and what you remember and what you care about and how you see that day will be so different. I love to think about like one of the sort of icky things that I had sort of the next day after my wedding was like, our, both of our parents were sort of like kind of battling the DJ for like what kind of music, like Persian music and like, I don't know what Irish music or whatever. Everybody was like really very intense about having like the dance floor reflective of like what they thought it should be. And it was just like one of those things that I just kind of remember feeling like it felt like there was a little tension and it felt like awkward or something. And then it's funny, like the more time and space that I gave it, it's like, it's very sweet, right? That both families were so invested and that both families had this sense of like wanting to showcase what weddings mean to them. And it was just a different, it had just such a different tone, but only after time and space because I had changed, right? My whole perspective had changed and so my relationship with that part of my wedding changed. And that's just like one small example, but there's a million I could even think of from my own wedding, just like different moments that I just thought would feel so different. And then I can look back with such a different tenderness. And so some of that is going to be automatic. And then some of it is going to be intentional. Like you're going to change the narrative. You're going to really be mindful of how you think about your wedding and how you relate to your wedding. And it's just a really cool thing. So again, if you are in this season after your wedding, even if you're before it, keep this in mind after, I want you to think of the idea of putting that day in a museum. Hands off, behind glass, and you're going to look at it with reverence and respect and only revisit it when you're ready and when you feel compelled and then bring with it what you bring to any museum, curiosity, respect, interest, like how do you see it, right? When you go to a museum, it's like, oh, I have a different take on it. Like lots of different narratives, lots of interpretations, lots of ways to appreciate the same thing. And I think that is the key to handle some of that like post-wedding ickiness and a way to like harness your energy around it 
come up with a way to think about it. Put your wedding behind glass in the museum. Hope this has helped you. <sighs> if it has, I would love for you to leave a review. It really helps other brides find the podcast. And that is really what we're all about. It's like that, like, if something good happens, like just tell one person, right? Like you have a new cool idea, like share it with one person. I love that idea of women just like secretly passing this podcast to each other if it helps you. So love for you to do that. And of course, my girls are back in school. My calendar is open. Book yourself the call that can change everything about your bridal experience. Until next time, I will be sending you nothing but bridal bliss.